0: Listener warning. This podcast episode may contain verbal descriptions of violence, as well as expletives and profanity. The cast and crew recommend you apply or seek adult judgment before continuing. Only in Death, The Secret Mission Logs of Kill Team Atromatos. Episode 10, Brother Gladius, The Spicy Handed. Loyal subjects of the Imperium, welcome to Only in Death, The Secret Mission Logs of Kill Team Atromatos. Episode 10, fantastic, we're finally in double digits. Thank you, everybody, for coming along with us on the journey so far. And if you are just joining us... Welcome, I'm glad you've discovered us and you have another nine episodes that you can go back and listen to. I am Radio Rob, your game master for these sessions where four friends and I create a sci-fi action movie in the theatre of your mind by playing Death Watch, a role-playing game in the Warhammer 40,000 role-play line. Normally, I would go around our virtual table as my friends and I play using the online app Discord to chat with each other across the internet as I'm in Australia. Two of my players are in England and two more are in Canada. But because of the way we recorded episodes 9 and 10, uh, we didn't actually get a break uh, at least in the right place anyway, where I could redo another intro during the actual session recording. So hence I am doing one now, and I would like to very quickly introduce the people to whom you will be listening very shortly. Uh, Scott Doucette, who plays Brother Matthias, our Blood Angel Assault Marine. Sim Lauren, who plays Brother Avalon, our Storm Warden Tech Marine. Ian Sinclair, better known as Ketch, who plays Brother Gedeon Camille, who is our Dark Angel Devastator. And Rebel Wolf, who plays Brother Gladius Aurelius, our Ultramarine Apothecary. We return now to the ongoing story of these four marines, Kill Team Atromatos, a group of the Emperor's finest warriors, the Space Marines, seconded from their home chapters to serve the Death Watch, a secret chapter allied with the Inquisition. Their mission... To defend the Imperium of Humanity with bolt gun and chainsword, from alien threats too great for the Inquisition alone, yet requiring more precision, and certainly more secrecy, than a full space marine deployment. Ktimatrotos has been assigned to the planet of Avalos, where an inquisitor has uncovered signs of a gene stealer infestation. Gene stealers being an insidious alien race that subverts a planet's population from within after raiding a local unit of planetary defense force troopers. The Marines have mustered out and have now come to the main base of the Planetary Defense Force, which is currently under siege by several units of rebels backed up by three huge Medusa siege guns that are currently pounding at the walls. So, as mentioned, it takes about 20 minutes worth of walking um, as you approach the PDF base. And as mentioned a little earlier on when you were conversing with... The Calidus assassin who was working for the missing Inquisitor, uh... Calistrate? the Inquisitor, yes. As you approach the base again, you hear the noise that was mentioned earlier on. Uh, the dull base thump that vibrates the ground as much as anything else of siege cannons being fired. Um... You manage to, as you're approaching from uh, the south of the base, you're able to find an access door. And um, uh, doesn't take long for you to be able to force open. And uh, you get inside and you find that there is a, a bunch of central buildings in this large area, uh, squat reinforced Uh, a two-story building that seems to serve as command and communications, uh, barracks, garages, pretty much the standard thing that you would expect to find, uh, yeah, the standard facilities you would expect to find within a, uh, uh, a forward military base. Most of the rest of it is in ruins. There are craters from shelling in the main courtyard, and the large... Uh, ten foot high walls that otherwise secure the base are looking beaten up. They are the shelling pretty much takes care of them. And over the noise of the guns outside you can hear uh of masked voices.
1: Are they talking with you oh, low gothic or are they screaming like heretics?
0: Um It is hard to tell, it sounds like a lot of human voices cheering and yelling, so there's not a constant chant or anything, but um, yeah, it sounds like you've heard similar noises when you have been deployed uh, on operations with the Imperial Guard in the past, when... uh, a guard unit is uh, charging or otherwise uh, preparing for battle, so you can't hear any specific particular voices out there leading leading whichever groups are making this noise, but, uh, yeah, that's basically what it sounds like to you.
2: Is there anywhere I can get a vantage point? Basically shooting down. There
0: is a main gateway... Pardon me uh in the wall which has a large sliding metal uh door for want of the- it's a big slab of metal uh with a couple of places with you know um sliding ports where you could potentially look out of or if you could uh, get a gun through potentially shoot out of but uh yeah it's this um solid thing of steel you can see some uh uh some PDF troopers uh, clustered around it, but um, uh, yeah, uh, that's basically what you see in front of you.
2: I'm going to go get a scope of what's going on, try to get a feel for the surroundings. Okay.
0: Uh, All right then. Uh, Matthias, you dash over to... uh, Well, actually, hell, with your jump pack, you almost don't even need to climb the steps, you can pretty much boost yourself up to the top of this wall, and you come to rest on the uh, walkway that uh, runs below the lip of the wall so that um, uh, any defending troopers can see over and shoot over, effectively, the battlements of this uh, semi-future castle. And you can see that it looks like there are about three significant clusters of these rabble, rebel hordes like the ones that you encountered earlier on uh, in the graveyard of the chapel shortly after you arrived. And about 150 meters away, you can see three what you identify from your military training as Medusa siege tanks. They are an older mobile artillery piece uh, that's largely been superseded by the Basilisk siege cannon but uh that are still present in some um uh older uh less well supplied pdf unit uh, pdf units imperial guard units and uh from the looks of things a collection of at least three were left on avalos at some point and it would appear that the rebels have them
1: so for anyone who doesn't really get that description. Um Long Tom or Big Bertha from World War Two is pretty much what a Medusa tank looks like. It's a massive Howitzer on treads.
2: That is interesting. So I'm going to get over the comms and tell everybody what I'm looking at. <laughs>
1: I immediately look at Avalon the minutes, the, the minute the Medusas are described, Like I'm just like you know, in that way, like I know that behind the the, the eyes of her helmet, her eyes are just lit up.
3: Uh, yeah, that's, that's a lot of spare parts right there. Um,
2: that's three right, freaking we gotta, tanks.
3: Uh, we got to go get me one of them, <laughs> at least one of them.
0: Mm. If you can see in mission comms, I've just uploaded a uh, a miniature. and uh, Yeah, a photo of... Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure somebody's painted up Medusa.
3: Yeah. Awesome. My husband has some of those. Mm. They're like baby hydras. They're very cute.
2: <laughs> so that is what's pounding
1: shells into our location?
0: Exactly, yes.
1: it may be an idea to destroy those as a tactical strike team. It may be worth Uh, trying to uh,
4: capture them rather than destroy them. We can put those in the hands of the PDF.
1: In this regard, Gedeon, Matthias, I believe you should take point.
4: I will say I don't necessarily have a lot of anti-armor so destroying them may not be very easy, anyway.
3: We pop a grenade down one of the hatches and watch it turn all the humies inside into chunky salsa. Sorry, that was me channeling my inner um, dark elder. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can definitely try to get up close to them, unless they shoot me out of the air. The only thing is that I can't shoot out of the, you out the, out the air. Ground, well, if any they of them not be able to shoot. tree. If any of the infantry on the ground see me take off, then I'm going to be smoked. So I think if you guys keep the humans busy, I will do my thing with those tanks. (laughs) Yeah, the (laughs) tanks are... I mean, the
4: tanks are artillery, so they... they're. I mean, I don't know. Mechanically, maybe there's a chance they could shoot you out of the air. But realistically, there's not really a chance they're going to be able to shoot you out of the air with the tanks anyway. Perfect. So if you...
2: You can keep the people distracted. I will work the tanks. How? Uh, how far away are they?
0: Around a hundred and fifty meters.
3: How far can I throw a grenade? <laughs> not, maybe not quite
0: that far. Let's. Let me just. Let's. I mean, you guys. But it attentive. should
3: definitely attract their attention, right? Hmm. Or do you think my time is better spent reinforcing some of the battlements here, um, which I can do to give us a bit more cover?
0: You can indeed. So if you want to, uh, i tell you what, while you guys are basically discussing options, uh, a couple of things happen. Firstly, the siege guns let off another, uh, you basically hear boom, boom, boom from 150 metres away, and you see... The flashes and uh, the muzzle smoke and uh, the the chassis of these things, you know, lurch backward from the recoil, and then about a second later, uh, and Matthias, you feel this particularly, um, the walls of the PDF base shake and rattle, and you can uh, anyone who's still in the courtyard can basically see. Uh, even in the darkness, uh, thankfully, there's enough light within this courtyard to be able to see the walls. And actually, of course, your space marines, you've got wonderful optical enhancement, you can see fine in pitch darkness. Um, cracks that are existing in the walls deepen, you can see uh, concrete powder uh, shivering out through them. And Matis particularly, uh, you. Uh, the uh, the PDF troopers are up on the wall with you, uh, basically, uh, who were paralyzed for a second by the fact all of a sudden, you know, there's this whoosh of noise, and all of a sudden there's this scary bloody space marine with a growling suit of powered armor standing amongst them, surveying the scene beyond the wall. Uh, they sort of, uh, a couple of them try and jump off and land badly, and... Uh, uh yeah you hear the, you hear one of them curse and say another hit another hit like this and the and the wall's going to be down and then we 're stuffed and yeah, you basically cast a quick eye over the situation and you've got a pretty good idea if the walls take another volley, then they're going to fall, and all of those rebels in uh, who are currently outside are going to get inside, and then even with you four there, this PDF base is probably going to fall.
1: And so,
3: probably better if we take the fight to them. Yeah, say, so
1: what, what I heard question. is grab one of those tanks and aim at the other tanks. How much distance can I
2: cover with, like, a jump pack and a running start and a charge? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no worries. This is the wonderful thing with a jump pack. Uh, you can cover in one turn in a flat-out run 60 metres. So it would basically take you two turns of running to cover most of the distance, and then you could potentially make a charge and perhaps assault some of the crew. Um, By your eye, from the way these guys are working, uh, you've got about 50 seconds, so 10 turns, before they can reload, uh, secure the guns, and basically fire... Their next volley. So, um, Excellent. Yeah. And another thing that you spot outside near the wall, there is a Chimera tank. Uh. And unlike the one that uh, was mentioned earlier on, it actually looks more like it's in operating order. It's battered, you're so, not sure how. Yes! functional It is, but.
3: I'll run into that. I don't know
1: about what you guys are doing, but I'm running towards that. So what I'm I'm hearing is that everyone's going a little bit
2: off-paced. So I'm going to uh, basically get on the Vox and say, I'm going to charge the Medusas. This is the location of a Chimera tank. And I'm just going to ignite my jump pack and go.
3: (laughs) Ah, all right then. How many metres do I need to sprint to get to that tank?
0: Um, Let's see. Uh, first, you're going to need to get that door open or get somebody to get that door open for you. But um, let me have a look. Let's say Avalon, at a sprint, once they can get that door open, it would... Pretty much take you, uh, where are we? Combat stuff 24. Yeah, um, it would take you uh, a full action for a run to get you to that tank.
3: So, my next question is Is it going to be quicker for me to run up and over that wall, knowing that I'll survive that jump from the battlements down to the ground on the other side? Hmm.
1: Only if you hero jump.
3: <laughs> I can hero jump. I'm Scottish. Okay.
1: I guess, I guess that's me and Gedeon, uh providing distraction then, eh? Hey?
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, the tanks are 150 meters away. Um, and all the rebels are like, are they... Sort of at the same distance of the tanks, or are they in between the tanks and the the base? There
0: are two hordes of rebels that are pretty much within metres of the walls, uh, exchanging fire with the PDF at the top. It does look as though there is one... And pardon me while I print out an initiative tracker. There we go. Um, There is one horde of rebels that seems to be back close to uh, the siege guns.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm just going to wade into one of them hordes. Closest horde, I guess. I've got dual bolt pistols and grenades. Uh,
0: Alright, now, one thing I do want to stress, having gone over the the horde rules um, since last time. uh, Actually, I'll tell you what, how about what we do, as we are kicking off a combat here. Uh, We make some initiative rolls, please.
3: Is that including me? I'm running for the tank.
0: That includes everybody. So, pretty much from the moment when um, the last volley hit the walls, and one of the troopers said, "You know, if we re- if we take another one like that, it's all over." Uh, the the clock is officially starting. So let's see. Uh...
3: Where am I finding my initiative thing that I need to copy-paste? Okay, combat stuff.
0: Right in the top left corner, you should see initiative with, and it's there with a forward slash R, 1D10+, and then there'll be a number in the next cell. So copy those two cells and...
3: Got it, I was in the skills tab. Oh, those of you listening along at home There's a whole lot of numbers just gone up my screen It looks like a lot of the baddies are going on 13 I'm not sure if that's good or bad Do we go well, The worst or of the lowest. baddies is the
1: also lowest. going on 13 The worst of the baddies Being Matthias
3: Matthias Yeah, okay So we've got It looks like Reb on 11 Sorry, Gladius on 11 Gideon's on a 7 Um, Avalon's on a 10 And then we've got some sort of enemy horde on a 13, a 13, and a 9. And then Matthias on a 13. So I'm hoping that, that it's low. Sadly, no. I'd...
0: It is highest first. Hi. High.
3: All right. Uh, I'm so now let's glad let's I'm look. running away. Two. Two. I'm running two. I'm running to a tank. <laughs> away from the horde, but to a tank.
0: All right, then. So let's see uh so we have avalon with a 10 actually sorry uh rib gladys with 11. avalon with a 10.
3: Yep, yeah, and then uh, Gideon with a seven and we've got more awkward silence that's not too bad three, rolling three, four, when we needed to roll yeah. Low, we roll high, and when we need to roll high, we roll low. Yay, go us! <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm just looking at combat stuff stupid? before the fight, so that's why I've gone quiet. No worries.
0: Okay, so in that case, top of the order, though he technically drew with the rebels, he has the highest agility modifier. Uh, Matthias, you are going first.
2: Nice. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just going to basically ignite my jump pack and go as far as possible headlong into the the direction of the Medusas.
0: All right, then. So you are making basically a run. So you are hurtling 60 meters forward. You go straight over the heads of both the hordes, and uh, you pretty much... Come to ground and don't actually hit the ground itself. Your jump pack basically keeps, uh, remains ignited, and you are effectively kind of surfing along about a foot off the ground at uh, fantastic speed. So you cover in a matter of around five seconds, 60 meters. The two rebel hordes that are closest. To the base are magnitude forty, which means that at the moment they are basically making four attack rolls with their lasguns. So dirty.
1: Hm. Yeah, they're just lasguns. Dirty. Hmm. That is a whole lot of flashlights, buddy. <laughs>
0: that is a lot. That's uh, uh, that's when I reread the horde stats and basically reworked all my summers. I went. Ooh, okay, that's actually semi-scary. Then again, their weapon skill is for nuts, so we will see how we go. All right, so at the moment, outside the uh, visible, we have... Well, Matthias is pretty much the only guy who is essentially visible. Um, And he is running like a crazy bastard, so that means anyone trying to shoot at him is effectively, I am pretty sure... Uh, Spend one fate point, half actions, full actions, run. Yeah, anyone trying to shoot you is at negative 20. So let me just plug this in for argument's sake. Snap. Uh, T5 minus 1, D100 minus 20. No. Nope. Nope. And nope. Oh, hell nope. Okay, so... The first horde, basically, you see Lazfire score the terrain around you. And the second horde also tries to take a shot. Well, I suppose it was... Oh, we have one QQQ. One. One, by basically sheer volume of fire, manages to hit Brother Matthias. And as they are a horde...
1: Please tell me they can't actually beat his uh, his armor value. Okay. Uh, that would be hilarious. It's
3: not even one <laughs> magnitude of a success for those people playing Indeed, along at home. Not They've not. hit him with a that, four out of a one hundred.
4: And that is the best roll they could make. To they, they rolled a with
0: one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. And a las gun is technically all right. The suspense... Okay. Um. How? Yes, is the word I'm looking for. Uh, Matthias
1: in the left leg, no less. I think.
0: Here. Basically, uh, actually, wait a second. No, delete that role. Ignore that role because basically, hordes add. One extra d10 to all damage rolls based on the 10's digit of their magnitude, but I forgot that the maximum is 2d10. So, uh, thank fuck for that. Th- yes, so sorry for any heart attacks I briefly gave anybody.
1: Yeah, um, just. No. Bear- okay. the would have looked at that and gone, whoa, that was a bit dirty.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> a little bit cheesy That's there. That
0: right? was a bit well, da. Uh, yeah, okay. So, Matthias, you have taken 22 points worth of damage. So, the first thing we need to subtract from that... What was actually... What was the roll?
1: Um, It's leg armor. Left arm. Left leg.
0: Okay. So, that's basically uh, 8 points. So, 22 minus 8. Do they have any pen? I don't think... Oh, they have pen 1. So, that's 22 minus 7, which is 15, minus... Eight from your... I'm pretty sure is your toughness. Uh, Where are we with Matthias? Combat stuff toughness is eight. 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. Okay. Uh, Matthias, you have... uh, Add seven wounds to your current total. Okay. That was a nice
2: shot. There we go.
0: So thankfully you still have 13 left. Uh, but, yeah. um,
1: What's your toughness times three?
2: My toughness times three. Eight times three. That's 24. Three, eight to no,
1: so 24. So still within light wounds, man.
0: All right, then. So, yes, you feel the brief sizzle on your... Now, which leg was it? Left, Left, Left leg. leg. Left. Left leg, okay. You... Feel a brief sizzle and a stab of pain on your left leg as one of the horde's lasgun shots manages to, by, again, by sheer dint of volume of fire, score a hit upon you.
2: I'm going to radio back that I need cover fire.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Gladius, you are up next. What are you doing? And after that, avid- uh, so- <laughs>
1: I am going to march forwards uh, in pure 100% Death Watch Iron Give Two Shits uh, mode, blaring from both pistols, because at the start of the game, I bought a new trait.
4: <laughs> indeed,
0: I indeed. bought
1: the two-weapon-fighting trait.
0: All right. So, as a full action, I believe you are making a uh, a multiple attack, and we'll say for, argument, uh, for argument's sake that uh, the PDF... Guards manning the uh, the gateway saw you coming, and all uh, oh, right, you open fire. Now,
1: uh, semi-auto, sure obviously. That.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Now let me just double check something with a multiple attack.
1: It's minus twenty. I just te- I just checked this. It's minus twenty, but I get a plus ten uh, for. A thing that i've completely blanked on now
0: all right so multiple attacks allows you to make more than one attack ah. on your turn so that basically means you're making um two attacks two standard attacks
1: at uh, 10 because semi-auto but minus 20 because two weapon.
0: okay keep also in mind that semi-auto is a full action
1: so can i not do that I think... Because it is just pulling the triggers on two pistols and holding them down.
0: True. Um, all right, we'll let you go with it for the, for the moment, but yeah, okay,
1: so give me the rolls. Okay, so uh, it's going to be plus minus 10 rather than minus 20 total. Yeah, because so... plus 10
0: is already for, for semi-auto is factored into that thingy there, so 70... Would
4: they be at... Uh, what's the... Range for the bolt pistol.
0: Uh, the range for the bolt pistol, uh, medium range is sixty. So yeah, they're not within short. So there would be no modifier. But 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 but, 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 but you are shooting a horde. Um. Yeah. Uh, add uh, add plus thirty as well. Because you are shooting at a whopping great target.
1: Do 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 do. So I just rolled a forty-five, which is four degrees of success, which is yes, indeed,
0: which counts as... an extra
1: three magnitude, I think. Uh, That's on the first shot.
0: Okay. Now you get yeah. Um, for semi-auto, the bonus for every two degrees of success. So <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so I rolled a forty-five and then a fifty-five. Very nice work. Okay. So, effectively, for each shot, you've got two degrees of success, so there's the one hit, plus two, I believe, when you are shooting at a horde.
4: A bolt pistol in semi-auto only fires two shots at a time, so... It's three.
0: Yeah, uses three, yeah. Uh, semi-auto for a bolt pistol is three.
4: Oh, I'm looking at... Are you looking in the book? Because I'm on the, uh, the errata. Ah,
0: okay.
1: That might be different.
4: I don't know which one we're using. I'm using the
1: book. Also, uh, Scott has muted himself.
0: Ah,
2: okay. Yeah, I'm still here.
1: Ah,
3: I keep on muting myself and the headphones because those buttons are too close to the push-to-talk button oh, on my phone. Right.
0: I see. So the bolt pistol only has two, so it can do a maximum. Yeah. All right. I'll have to.
4: It does. Well, I guess not necessarily more damage, but. Mm.
0: All right. So. All
4: right, tell me what I'm rolling,
0: Rob. Okay. Uh, for if you're attacking a horde, you pretty, m- or at least this horde anyway, you pretty much don't have to worry about it because the minimum damage, um, is higher than their armor and toughness, and they're basically not wearing any armor, so that's not a worry. So, effectively, you are doing one point of magnitude for each hit. Uh, You've gotten, effectively, two hit, or four hits, effectively, because you're on semi-auto and roll bloody well, plus the fact that you are firing bolt pistols, which fire bolt ammunition, which is explosive. And...
1: Am I rolling that... my normal to hit four times?
0: Um, I thought no. You've already rolled you to hit.
1: Sorry, am I rolling my normal damage four times?
0: Uh, no. Like I said, don't worry about rolling damage because if it's a okay. horde, all you have to worry about is beating the tar, beating the horde's armor and toughness. Your minimum is ten, and these guys have no armor and a toughness of three. So, you, yeah, you're wounding the, you're uh, you're damaging their. Um, Also,
1: uh, my power suit increases magnitude damage by one. Cool.
0: All right. So, basically, you have done Mr. uh, Brother Gladius the Spicy Handed. Um, (laughs)
3: You have done... That's definitely my vote for the new new episode title. Just BTW.
1: Agreed. (laughs) Okay. I, just, I can't believe Japanese cinema has a term for what we call John Woo specialing.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Uh, all right, so you have done eight points of magnitude, uh, which is not quite enough in this one turn to um, 25%. No, you need to do ten points of damage total. If someone else can do at least two magnitude to this mob, then that will trigger... A break test. Uh, In which case, Avalon, from memory, the gate is now open. I believe you were sprinting for the Chimera.
3: Oh, yeah. One turn for that tank.
0: All right. So we'll say you are taking a full action to run. So you are done. uh, The Rebels all the way back near the... um, Pardon me. Uh, all the way back near the Siege Guns, are also going to try and take some general shots, uh, a lot of them at the walls, so we'll just say, uh, as Matthias is a bright spark of uh, advancement, we'll say one at Matthias and one... Actually, let's just spread them around. One each. Okay, so, against Matthias. Uh, where was my last... There we go. Yep, nope, that's a miss. Uh, At... And actually, what's the... What is the range bracket of a lasgun? I think you guys are still... Yeah, 200 metres, so they're just making unmodified shots otherwise. Um, Actually, at Avalon, they're also rolling negative 20 because... She is also running. Yeah, that is definitely not a hit. For those of you watching at home, uh, <laughs> the Rebels rolled a 100, which is the highest you can
4: roll on a percentile
0: die. Can, and when you're rolling to hit... Can, roll
4: can a horde jam their weapons? Because that would be a jam.
0: Uh, no, they can't. There's just too, okay. ma- too bloody many of them. Um, and I just figured. for... Yeah, just for ease of bookkeeping, they say no, hordes can't. Hordes don't worry about ammo or weapon jams. Um, and against Gladius, who is standing out in the open but has not run, so it's going to be a straight-up roll. Yep, they missed two. And that brings us last oh, but really? least
2: to Gideon. I'm the only one that got hit.
0: Well, you know that's what you get when you when you're the first person to go charging out and say, "Hey, I'm a target, shoot me."
1: <laughs> yeah, don't worry, buddy. I I think they're going to be changing their mind after this. You know, after this round of combat, mm. as Gideon's about to do a lot of fucking magnitude damage. Well, as long as uh,
4: the the horde that Gladius hit is that in line of sight of me, can I see them? Um,
0: yes, you can. So, at the moment, you're pretty much standing out in the open in the courtyard. So, yeah, you've got line of sight to them. They've got line of sight to you.
4: Okay. Well, I'm just going to open up on them. How far away are they?
0: They are within short range for you, which I think is, yeah, uh, 75 meters. 75 is short range. So, basically, the two immediately before the base, you've got no problems. Yeah.
4: All right, so there's going to be a lot of modifiers on this one.
0: Okay, so for starters, if you go to your sheet and just copy the sidekick text for full auto and just paste that in for the moment because that's the fact that, um, uh, yeah, that includes the full auto bonus. Then plus 10 because you're at short range. And then let me just double check the magnitude bonus. Uh, yet they are still above 30, so plus, yeah, um, plus 30 as well. So plus, total plus 30 or plus
4: total 10 and plus, plus 40. So plus 10 plus 30,
0: yeah. Plus 10 from range, plus 30 from the fact that you are shooting a nice large horde. Yeah, okay. So for those playing along at home, um... Gideon needed to get equal to or less than a 127. So basically the <laughs> only way he was going to miss is if he got a natural 94 if or I higher.
4: jammed, yeah.
0: Yeah, if he jammed. And he got a 46, which means that the, the difference between those two values... <laughs> oh, God, Reaper. Um, is 81, which is eight degrees of success. So the maximum... Is maximum six. number of hits I can do is six. Is six so. uh, plus one. Let the
1: bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um,
2: <laughs>
0: so that's seven. Uh, to 25. Okay, boys. Uh, now. This means that this horde is making a willpower test. So if you imagine this, folks at home, uh, if you look up some images of a Devastator space marine, this huge hulking fellow with a whopping great... I mean, hand cannon is wrong because that sounds like a pistol, but basically a man-portable cannon, um, not quite as fancy as old Painless, which Blaine uh, lugged around in the Predator movie, but, yeah, a big... Chunky looking single barrel gun. He levels it. There is that wonderful loud thump, 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 thump of a heavy bolter. The trace of fire streaks into the horde. Uh, there is screaming and yelling. And okay, the horde has had between, yet, and that is a Dark Angel Devastator 2. Uh, Wouldn't mind trying to save that somewhere, although God knows it might be some kind of copyright, but you can probably find it fairly quickly. We'll just have to link to it somewhere. (laughs) Now Gideon has a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. So a horde has a willpower of 40. And they get to add their magnitude as a bonus. So that's plus 25. Yep, uh, the first horde is holding its nerve. Alright, so that is one turn down. We have nine left they, to go.
3: Sorry, were they one point off holding their nerve?
0: Uh, no, they actually did pretty well. They got, um, they needed to roll equal to or lower than a 66, and they rolled a 17. So they're actually, yeah um
3: wasn't it 25
0: not 26 uh even so it would only mean yeah it would mean uh, rather than that was a typo apologies yeah that would mean that they succeeded by 48 rather than 49 so they are still yeah they're still even even if it was a 25 they would still be in a good way morale wise
3: that's insane but they are cultists right
0: they are cultists, and we're talking about. A oh, so there's
1: about 50, 60 of them in there.
2: Yeah. There's a oh, lot he of Oh,
3: he's killed some more off. Right, okay. Yeah. All right. So,
2: are we back at the top of the. Uh... We are indeed,
0: Matthias. So, basically, you are pretty much uh, still closing the distance with your mad, keen run,
2: I would assume. Now. Can I see the horde that is back by the Siege Cannon? You can indeed. Okay, I'm going to vox back to Brother Avalon and say that I could use cover fire from the Chimera into that horde and continue to, to bridge the distance to the first Siege Cannon.
0: All right. Okay, in that case... Uh, The first Horde of Rebels, which is now uh, rattled, if not broken, uh, from Gedeon's blistering fire, is going to try and shoot back. Uh, This time, where are we? uh, Thanks to the blistering assault, they're not going to be rolling so high, so...
3: It's kind of amazing uh, what a space marine the face does for your ability to pick up some dice in the middle of a desert and chuck them on the ground, hey?
0: It does indeed. Uh, All right. Well, they are rolling short range in this case, so there will be a plus 10. No. And yes. All right.
3: Doesn't he have scary armor?
0: He does have scary armor, but the scary armor only works pretty much if you are right. Oh, actually, no, he doesn't. You have scary armor, and Matthias has scary armor. What Gideon's armor does is actually give him a bonus to ballistic skill.
3: Okay, sorry, I thought they were shooting at Gideon, not. Sorry, I yeah. thought they were shooting at Matthias. They're shooting at no. Gideon. That's yes,
0: okay. Shoot- this bunch of shooting at Gideon, having uh, considering that gotcha. yeah, basically he's just well not marched out there because he took a full action to do full auto, so he can't move. But yeah, the door rolled open. He was standing there, and yeah. Um. did some significant rattling. Well, yeah, uh, one Marine going all spicy-handed, the other one just, uh, well, I won't say bringing the boom because that's Avalon's purview, but yes, um, laying down the devastation, it's uh, definitely grabbed their attention quite significantly. All right, Gideon, uh, you have been hit with Lasgun fire for 16 points of damage. Uh, with penetration 1... Oh. Uh, the roll was a uh, an 11, so that's a right arm hit.
4: So that's 8 armor, and my toughness is also 8. So yeah. I can't So well, it that's all technically
0: that right. 7 armor, uh, because... Oh, I penetration 1, right, okay. So, so you one, one wound. 15 points of that 16, so you take 1 wound. dude. So yeah, suddenly having a callback to Blaine again, you're pretty much like, ain't got time to bleed.
3: Already. Okay, who's up next? Okay.
0: Uh, up next, pardon me, thank you very much for the nudge there, is the second lot of rebels who are going to be splitting their fire. Uh, one of them, uh, one lot of them, is going to try and take uh, a pot shot at Matthias.
3: <laughs> Good luck, little
1: who twitch is boys.
0: Pretty much out of short range. He's a good 100 100 or so metres away by now. Um, Yep, nope, that doesn't work. Uh, Another one is going to aim at Gladius this time. And misses. And given that uh, Gideon has pretty much denounced himself as the uh, loudest and scariest of the bunch... Not a hit. And another hit. Okay. Um, yeah... Uh, 8 minus... 15 minus 7 minus 8 is nothing. Cool. Uh, Folks, is it good to be a space marine or what? Let me just ask you.
3: It's a special kind of ting as light shines off our armor, right?
2: Exactly. I mean, um... uh, Says the guy... (laughs) ...taken off right away. (laughs) Let the bodies hit the floor. (laughs) Let the
1: bodies hit... (laughs)
0: Well, I guess you know it's appropriate. This is a a, a laser disco, after all.
1: A lot of flashlight,
0: Gladius.
1: Repetate. If we play, I'm just going to do the same thing again. Am I now in short range?
0: Well, um, well, you are any, pretty much you are anyway. Regardless, for the closest hordes anyway. So yeah, uh, there's going to be a plus ten there.
1: That's sweet um basically Gladius is going to continue just i want to say casually walking through a crowd whilst blitzing but um he's not he's actually fairly clever but yeah he he's just spraying as he goes
0: all right uh give me two attack rolls
1: please yeah sorry just trying to find my previous roll do 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 do
3: do, do 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 And paste? No. And paste. Um, did you turn it on and off again? <laughs> All
1: right, hold on. Okay, so uh, it's the same as previously, it but is, yes. it's now more? Uh,
0: technically, no, it wasn't, because previously you were still in short range, and I think we added that in because... Uh, so, let's see. For semi-auto, you are rolling a base of uh, 60. Uh, it's negative 10 yep. because you're going all dual-wielding craziness. Um, I'm just trying to remember the rest of the math. Negative 10 because you dual-wielding. Negative, negative 20 because dual-wielding. Negative 20 because dual-wielding. Uh, plus 10 because you're at short range. And what was the other bonus because i noticed you at right. okay. semi-auto. okay well semi auto the plus 10 for semi auto is already at least factored into that core of 60 because uh, gladius's normal ballistic skill is a 50
3: and awkward silence so it's a 15 on the
4: first
1: one and a 38 yeah i'm okay with that okay so, so I don't get two degrees of success on the first one, but I do on the second one.
0: All right then. Well, you don't. Only, well, technically, oh well, yeah, you've got three degrees of success on the second one, and semi auto is for every two degrees. So basically, for the first one, you get one hit plus one for explosive plus one for your armor, which is three, and then for the second one, you get one hit plus one for explosive plus one for your armor, plus one for the degrees of success. That's four, so that's a total of seven. And just for argument's sake, are you going for the same horde again that you were targeting?
1: Yeah, why not? Is there more of a chance they'll break the more damage we drop on them?
0: Yes. um, Then yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, current magnitude at the start was 25 Twinter one quarter of that five ten fifteen twenty um would be six and you've done seven so uh 40 minus 1d 100 plus uh bloody hell they incredible. just for them yes they just hold their nerve but considering that they're down to 18 Actually, uh, 50% of starting magnitude. Negative uh, 10. Huh. No. Actually, that should be a failure because they have an additional negative 10 willpower um, because they got kicked below 50% of their starting magnitude. Congratulations. They have broken and run. So, yes, the... Um
3: I'm just going to look up and... Keep an eye on where they're running to. <laughs> Just FYI, is it towards the spaceport or the um, HQ on the hill?
0: Oh, uh, Right at the moment, they are running away, so it's in the general direction of the siege guns, but they're, yeah, uh, effectively, from here on in, you can safely consider them combat ineffective.
3: Yeah, but where are they retreating to?
0: Yeah, pretty much back towards the siege guns.
3: Okay, got
0: it. Yes, they're, in, they're, they're in, headed in, in my direction. Runaway, runaway mode. Uh, <clears throat> in that case, Avalon, uh, you have reached the Chimera. Uh, I'm going to say at least it's going to be a half-action to board it and get into the driver's seat as much as you can. Basically, what you'll probably be doing is ripping out the driver's seat, uh, init, uh, initializing your mag boots and securing yourself to the deck.
3: Yeah, yeah, and hoping I don't have to go, like, full Mr. T on this tank.
1: Mm. To be fair, Space Marines have Chimeras as well.
0: Mm. Oh, no, wait, they've got rhinos. Ignore me. Exactly, yeah. And then help me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so um, I'm assuming that you're basically kicking... Uh, what are you doing with the rest of your half-action? Are you kicking this thing into gear or and um, following along behind Matthias?
3: i'm gonna bring the gun around and shoot at the dudes okay uh i might bring the gun around for my second half of this action and next action i'll bury some whatever the heck is it got shells or is it a machine gun
0: okay uh a chimera hang on one second
3: well Well, for
1: one chimeras have got fucking last guns pointing out the sides
0: they do, in the assumption that they are pretty much going to be crewed by people um, within, yeah, yeah, if if you, within the crew bay. There is a short mounted yeah. gun, and there is also a heavy bolter uh, in the front, uh, which we're going to say can be crew-served. So, uh, yeah, you can effectively turn the Chimera and shoot, and that's pretty much all you're going to be able to do this turn.
3: Yes, I do that. I do okay. what I'm told. Well, I do what I'm told when it means creating boots. All right.
2: Can you can you shout at some people around so like board like, this
3: yeah, thing?
4: Yeah, you you get out? some
2: PDF in there and
4: just drive out into the middle of the field, and they 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 can all shoot.
3: Are they going to fit in here with me in here as well?
0: Uh, yes. Uh, a kaimere is about six meters long, so regardless of who is driving it, um, they are going to be able to get into the crew bay.
3: Alright, so if I drive it up to, like, the front gate, what they just opened, and yelled, get in, get in.
0: Okay, no Where worries. are they
3: at the moment, or how desperate are you for cover fire?
4: Make I have a about bit. a turn left. I tell you what, let's do that. If you fire at the uh, the closer horde that hasn't been hit yet, I will attack them as well. we could probably get them to do a fear test.
3: Yeah. Okay. So let's let's go pick up the PDF and turn this into a full-on killing machine. Next turn for my rest of my half actions, I'm gonna turn the gun and take a shot at the closest horde, which are the guys that haven't we haven't smacked yet.
0: Okay. Um, all right. You turn the chimera, uh, lever, point the front toward the second horde in front of the base, and depress the trigger. And you hear a loud buzzing noise, and a light flashes up within the um on the chimera's control panel. Uh, front mounted weapon, uh, front mounted weapon malfunction, repairs required. Bastard. All right, hang on. The rebels near the siege guns are going to try and take some pot shots now, so uh. So, they are going to take a couple of shots at the approaching brother, Matthias. um, With one hit... Actually, hang on one second. Let me re-roll that one that hit, because I forgot to factor in the fact that Matthias is charging, even though they're at short range. Okay, no, neither of them hit. All right, and... One of them tries to aim a shot at Gideon, misses, and at Gladius. Incredibly manages to score a hit, which I think is pretty much going to be... Ah.
1: Entirely negated yeah, that- by my
0: armor. Technically, uh, yep. Yeah. 14 points of damage total. Um, yes. All right, so once again, Lazgun's doing virtually nothing to anybody. And Gideon, it is now your turn.
4: Um. Yeah, I guess I'll just uh, level the heavy bolter at the the closer horde.
0: Okay, then give me your attack roll,
4: please. So, what are all the the bonuses again? Same as same as okay. before. What was it? A so, plus.
0: Uh, if you plus twenty for full auto,
4: plus ten for short range. Is that right?
0: All right, hang on one sec. Where are we are, uh, Gideon. Okay, so at Full auto with your heavy bolter. You're rolling a base of 80, um, eighty-seven.
4: Yeah, I was looking. Um, I think it, I think it's actually eighty-two, but I'm
0: plus five because of your lovely suit of powered armor.
4: I think I I I think I factored that into my uh, total beforehand. So did you have uh, a look?
0: Uh, no, you didn't, because your ballistic skill is sixty-two plus. Yeah, I
4: base. think I think the sixty-two factors in the the plus five.
0: Ah, okay. I, so I'm that pretty sure be it did. Fifty-seven uh, base. Okay, I got a bit clever and uh, did some math on the um, uh, the what's what I'm looking for on the combat stuff sheet. So all right, so okay, so that should be then eighty-two, uh, plus twenty because of full auto, plus ten because of short range.
4: Is there a bonus plus something because it's a horde, or is that
0: am uh, I making that up? That is a good point, because it is a large horde. Uh, It is still between magnitude 30 and 59. Yeah, so plus 30.
4: So it's... All right, in total... Uh, It's plus 20 for full auto, plus 10 for short range, and mm plus what for a horde?
0: 30.
4: So a total of plus 60?
0: Yep, so that would be... um, you need to roll equal to a less than 122.
4: 122.
0: So put in forward slash R, 122 minus 1D100. 100.
1: Nice. Ow.
4: Yep, that's, that uh, is.
0: That's a neat... Six 62,
4: which is six degrees of success.
0: Indeed. Let oh. the party sit oh. <laughs>
2: Um.
0: So that's six degrees of success, uh, which... Soaks up the... Which covers the six rounds of full auto. Um, Plus one, because you fire any explosives. So that's seven degrees of success. All right. Which is not enough to force a break test, but not work anyway.
1: If we ever need to change the name of the uh, the kill team, can we be kill team crowd control?
3: (laughs) We do seem to be pretty good at that.
1: I would never Between belong to that verse. kill team. Yeah, all right. All right, Mr. One-on-one combat. <laughs> Fine.
0: Speaking of Mr. One-on-one combat, we are top of the round again, and you have this round plus seven more to try and take these siege guns out. And Matthias, you are now within uh, 30 metres of the nearest siege gun.
2: So, question: When are we taking a break? Is it after this turn, or is it?
1: Oh, good call.
0: Yeah, yeah good point. We're sort of up to ten o'clock now. Um, I read in a midnight. bio. Right? Yeah, it's okay. Mid-
3: Very good point. Also, it's midnight here, and I am dead. Okay. In that
0: case, do we want to wrap up? If we're mid combat and we're having one, and at least one of our players is about to go you know, go and collapse. Are you working tomorrow as well, Sim?
1: Yes.
3: Okay. <laughs> yes, I am.
1: Yeah, both the Brits are working tomorrow. I mean, I'm okay. good for like another hour, but...
3: Yeah, I'd be the We're same, the but wheel, I don't but... want to be going till two or three. I just, I, I'm <clears> going to <throat> be very useless in a little while. I'm starting to fade. All right. Well, okay, we... so why
2: don't we do like a washroom break and then go in yeah. for the next hour or something?
0: All right, that sounds, that sounds good. All right, so we'll take a 10-minute break and then convene in, uh, to finish off this combat.
1: a quest for magic and steel a family friendly
0: adventure where six people play the tabletop game of Dungeons and Dragons. The game master Amara, her sister, brother dad and two friends take on the roles of their characters as they voice act and use improv to tell the story of these misfit adventurers. If you like D&D this is an easy must listen and if you're not into D&D or have never played that's okay because this game is based more on the storytelling and role playing than it is on the strict rules of the traditional Additional game. Find it on any podcast player for any device or listen directly from the website www.magicandsteel.com. That's S T E E L E. Don't forget the last E for entertainment. All right, shall we resume?
4: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
3: Can I suggest we do an intro to stop you having to do it for us like you did on episode seven?
0: Right at the moment, if it comes to it, I will... Fuck um, it, I, I will edit one in later. I think we're, we're getting to the point where we're pressed for time and um, I'd rather just keep ploughing on. We might just make this one episode. We'll see how we go.
3: I think one... Two, one two-hour and one one-hour episode is a better idea than a three-hour episode.
0: Yeah, but I might put the break in before the combat starts. Cool. Uh, yeah, the okay. warehouse and the, and the PDF base are kind of, you know, they're decent, discreet scenes, if you see what I mean. <laughs> Sim,
1: do you, remember, do you remember what the colour scheme for the Storm Wardens is? Gray
3: Silver and blue. And blue. I'm a rainbow motherfucker.
1: Lighter or darker than ultramarine blue?
3: Um, it's kind of like WRX blue. Um, you're on mute, Scott. Yeah. Cool. Cool. (laughs) All right. Well, look, we've probably got about forty
0: minutes left, so shall we press on?
3: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: So we were at top of the order to ter- uh, turn three. Matthias, you were about to do something.
2: Yeah, so ideally I would like to... Am I within range to get to the siege tank and get at the crew? Let's like, tear the I door off say, of the Yes, uh?
0: you can make a charge at the actual um, uh, the platform at the back of the gun where the crew basically reload and prime.
2: Okay, cool. Now... Having sustained, like, seven wounds on the way over here, um, it's safe to assume, you know, my vision's red, I'm starting to get, like, very primal, very instinctual, kind of fighting off a little bit of that, you know, that vampiric side. Mm-hmm. So is there any way that I can use the red thirst to somehow enhance my effectiveness in this move? Okay. Well, worst case scenario, I can just heal myself, if, if possible. No <laughs> You have got a
0: bunch of things that a fate point or a demeanor reward will do. It will allow you to re-roll a failed test once, with rerolls rolls result sticking. You can choose to get a plus 10 bonus to a test before you roll the dice. You can add an extra degree of success after the dice are rolled. Um, you can remove damage, of course. You can recover from being stunned. And, or remove one level of fatigue, which you don't really have. Uh, you can also you won't be able to do it this turn because it's a charge but you can also when you take an all out attack choose to make it a killing strike which means it cannot be parried or dodged
2: okay so what I'll do then is because I want this to actually work and be effective I'm going to use this as like a plus 10 bonus to give me the chance to actually pull it off Um, and I'm basically just going to charge in there and engage them in melee combat.
0: <laughs> Alright. Give me a weapon skill test then, please.
2: Alright, one second here. Where is my weapon skill? Yeah.
0: So if you have a look at your combat sheet under a status chain sword, you will see attack options for standard charge and all out. So basically if you copy the forward slash R sixty five minus one one D one hundred.
2: Sixty-five, you said? Yep. Cat perfect.
0: Yes, your regular weapon skill is fifty-five, it's a plus ten because of a charge.
2: Excellent. Oh that didn't work. Okay. I'm The My computer's being glitchy right now. The mouse is not working.
3: Ah. It's, good. it's got the
2: Fridays. Well, I'd like it to have the Mondays so that it works efficiently. All right, so I've got that. Now, what kind of bonuses am I adding here?
0: Um, at the moment, that is... Well, actually, you're adding a plus 10 because you're spending a fate point. Unfortunately, no. you rolled no. really high.
2: No! <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> um. If you want... You can spend an actual fate point to re-roll that.
2: I'd like to. (laughs) Okay. So I'll just leap into
0: your character sheet and mark your fate as three. So, yeah, give us a re-roll.
2: All right, let's see here.
0: So pretty much just copy and paste that lot. Yeah.
2: Plus ten it again.
0: That'll do. That's a bit more like it. Okay.
2: There we go. Worth it.
0: Yep, you hit... Give me a damage roll on this
2: crew, please. All right. So that is with the chainsword. And any modifiers to this or just... No.
0: Straight as it is, the roll 1d 10 plus 13. Oh. Yeah. You lift the R off at the beginning. Oh, okay. It's tricky to format these columns, right, just because there's so much.
3: (laughs) I'm going to introduce you to concatenate at some point, Rob.
0: Ah, fantastic. All right, with 17 points of damage, um, I'm sort of taking a a bit of a blurred line between having these guys as a small horde. Um, And I
2: also have the whole fear aspect too because now I'm engaging in melee combat. You do
0: indeed. All right then. So, just as a reminder, that means when you're engaging these folks... Uh, they have to make a willpower test from memory Uh, where are we and it's a fear one with apologies to the listening audience as I try and remember where the hell the 277 thank God for the index Uh, I'm pretty sure it is a fear roll which is a willpower test Yes, how everyone else has to handle it.
2: Guardsmen. Okay. They better run I away. Them. I just, like, yeah. barreled across a field at them. If they're not running away, there's something wrong with these people. Oh
0: yeah,
1: the, the genes do, of course, dude?
0: Okay, well, they're not quite running away, but thanks to the roaring snarling of your power of, of your power armor's generator, they are... They have failed the willpower test, which means... Okay, roll one D100 and add 10 for every degree of failure. So, (sighs) 1D100 plus 10. And putting the space in there would help, Rob, wouldn't it? It
2: does. I tried earlier.
0: Ooh! First, I think decent high roll... On the fear table, panic grips the character. He must flee the source of his fear, if able, as fast as he can. And if prevented from doing so, run. many may only take half actions and is at negative 20 penalty to all tests. So, uh, yes, you basically cut one of the crew members down and the rest of them, seeing it, seeing you, basically just leap off the crew platform of the Medusa hit the ground, stumble, and leg it away as fast as they can. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Okay, so... One of the remaining rebel horde that is attempting to assault the base is going to make some attack rolls. They are down to 33, which means they only make two this turn. So, and they're firing it short, so... G5, minus 1, D100, plus 10. Okay, Gideon, that is a hit. Actually, Not enough. It actually be... Uh, oh, maybe it is enough. In a second.
4: 19. Into uh, all right, yeah, that is enough.
0: It should be probably just enough to maybe take a couple of wounds off
3: you not soak those individually, or do you accumulate them?
0: It should I should technically have been um, 3d 10 plus 4 because their magnitude is still in the 30s. So uh, no, they have to they they have to be soaked as a, a collective. And the second roll to hit is a dead miss. Uh, Gladius, they're also taking a couple pot shots at you.
1: They can try.
0: They are very trying. Okay. Which means, Gladius, it's now your turn.
1: Yeah, I mean, why ruin the habit of a lifetime, man? <laughs> um. Give
0: me some rolls, please.
1: So I do believe this is identical to my previous one, so it's plus ten total.
0: Mm-hmm. Minus Minus. Ouch. Yeah. The Dice have decided that they hate you at the moment. I mean, I did so, yes.
1: well on the previous two turns, so I can't complain.
0: All right. So you, once again, take aim with your two bolt pistols, hold down, the, uh, squeeze the triggers rapidly, and um, unfortunately, in this case, your shots streak a little bit wide or through gaps in between the individual uh, rabble within the rebel horde.
1: I like to think that between me and and everyone's in cover now.
0: Yeah. All right, then. Uh, Avalon, what are you doing? Uh, there have been, we will say, uh, a cluster of PDF troopers have uh, boarded the Chimera through the back hatch and have uh, taken up position at the uh, at the Lasguns.
2: And I still need help because there's a horde outside.
3: <laughs> yeah, um let's i'm going to drive because i don't think we're going to get any bonuses for not moving from the gun so if i start driving towards your um hydra while these guys take pot shots at it or at least at the people in front of it
0: okay all right then uh you Mash the accelerator and send your Chimera hurtling across the battlefield uh, toward one of, um, pardon me, toward the battery of Medusa Siege cannons. Uh, Alright, the rebels at the back uh, pretty much don't have a clear shot at you, so they, um, let me see. Uh, they don't have a clear shot at Matthias, so I think there's only just going to be a couple of them are going to take a try and attempt to attack him. That's a miss. Oh, and one hit.
2: How are they doing that?
0: Sheer volume of fire. There is... Now, considering that you are behind... You are pretty much in cover behind the Chimera, we'll say that gives you an AP of 10. Um which drops it down to 15, which is pretty much soaked by your armor and toughness. All right. Gideon, you're up again.
4: Uh, well, uh, I'm going to keep firing at this uh, closest horde.
0: All right. Give me your roll once more, pretty much same as last time.
4: Okay. Oh, yep. that's a jam.
0: <laughs> it is too. That's a 98. All right, unfortunately, Gideon... You are not
2: having much luck with those. I (laughs)
0: know. All right, then. So, we are now uh, seven turns remaining before the uh, battery attempts to fire again, and we are one siege cannon down. Matthias, what are you up to now?
2: Can I close the distance between where I am now and the next siege cannon with ease?
0: Let's see, there is around 20-25 metres of distance between each siege cannon with uh, the spacing and some of the uh, sandbagging packaging around them, but you have a charge of 30 metres, so yes.
2: So I can charge and attack the next crew then in the same fashion? Okay, well let's do that. So where am I...
0: All right. It says, reaching for the t- fear table once more.
2: So we're doing a charge. Uh, and do I have any pluses for anything at all? or It's just uh, straight this time, right?
0: No, it's a straight charge, because you're already getting a plus oh. 10 for the charge itself. All right. No! Once again, you land on the crew deck of the Medusa. Swing your chainsword in an attempt to at least get one of the crew members, but unfortunately it goes wide. However, they still get to make A, and incredibly, they hold their nerve. Unfortunately, it looks like the swing and the miss um, uh, was enough for them to be able to overcome the effect. They just set their own of- tone. Yeah. Alright then, in that case, once again, the rebels at the remaining rebel horde at the base is going to. uh, Having learned a bit of a salutary lesson, they are actually going to try and take a half move and move behind a pile of rubble, which will give them a little bit of cover. And they are still going to return fire, so. Sensing an opportunity, they open fire on Gideon while he is jammed. That's a miss. That's another miss, and one hit for 23 points of damage, Brother Gideon.
4: All right, with penetration one. right leg.
0: I'm pretty sure that is going to work out as eight wounds.
4: I think so. That puts me at uh, 13 total.
0: Okay. Now keep in mind, given that we have about twenty minutes left in this session, if you wish to spend a fate point to get some wounds back, you certainly can.
1: Fate points do refresh at the start of every session.
0: They do indeed. And how many does that give me? 1D ten.
1: Okay.
4: Um yeah, I'll I'll do that.
0: Nice. Nice. So folks That's a 10. at home, that was a ten, so Brother Gideon gets 10 wounds back.
4: So I'm at three right now.
0: Very nice. Much better than it was before. Okay. And let me see. They took their three shots at Gideon. So that is them done. Gladius. Hello.
1: Uh, Fourth verse. Same as the first. I am actually going to start making my way to Matthias, though. Mm, like that—that okay. yeah, that is now my main target. Right. So I'm going to walk and shoot. So I'm not going to—I'm not actually going to double shoot this time. I'm going to move and shoot. All
0: right. So that's oh, right. Still full auto. Uh, no, you can't do full auto because also, uh, semi your full action. Ah, okay. So, it will yeah,
1: just okay. be a single shot then.
0: All right then. So you move out. I think it's where are we, Gladius? So you basically move five meters out and take a shot. No degrees of success. But it does. It still does by dint of one bullet, and the degrees of success pretty much don't matter in this case because you're not semi-autoing. They're just the minimum die. Pardon me. uh, Die result. So. That is effectively one hit from the shot, plus one because it's explosive on a horde. And my armor. Indeed. So that's actually three. So that's three points of damage this turn. Nicely done.
1: Might start chucking grenades, I don't know. Yeah.
0: All right then. Uh, Avalon, now, you are hurtling toward... The battery. uh, You're able to get the Chimera up to full speed this turn and you have to notice something interesting. Uh, From what you can tell, uh, Matthias has eliminated the crew of one of the batteries and he's trying to deal with the crew of a second one. That means there is a third one, of course, the third one's still operational and a few meters in front of it there is a wrecked chunk of metal which is kind of Canted upwards. Almost were I to use the word ramp wise ramp wise. Ramp ramp fashion.
1: Don't do it, um uh, Do it, 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 How many passengers does she have
2: right now?
3: Um uh, right. Video. <laughs>
2: <laughs> An airborne disco ball. <laughs>
3: I am maglev to the floor, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna go, Yo, brace, 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 and then I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna do it. Yep. Okay,
0: I would like you to make for me a difficult drive ground vehicle test.
1: So that's a minus twenty, Sam.
3: I think I put points in that. Hang on.
0: Yeah. Oh, a is minus minus ten. Okay. Oh my bad.
3: Skills for drive.
0: Okay. So you are trained, like all Marines, trained in drive ground vehicle, which means you have a base skill of 36.
3: Okay. Oh, I worked it out. I'm not.
0: You're breaking up a little bit there.
3: Yeah, I'm having problems with my um, Google Sheets key It was not letting me scroll to the left. Okay. Okay. So my target, I'm going to copy this. And what's my target?
0: Okay, so paste that in and then put a negative 10 at the end.
3: Oh, I'm going to fail this.
4: A little bit.
3: Ouch.
4: It's a 47 for the listeners.
0: All right. And unfortunately, she needed basically a um, 26 or less. So you line up the Chimera. Put your... um, Disengage one foot and base, uh, with the maglev and basically depress the accelerator pedal to the floor. The treads churn through the ground in front of the PDF base as this big brick of an armoured personnel carrier goes hurtling towards the Medusa siege engine. It hits the ramp, hurtles up it, gets airborne, and then smacks to the ground, square in front of the Medusa. So basically, it's bumped into the uh, wall of um, sandbags that are uh, yeah, stacked up in front of uh, the cannon's position.
3: But that's okay. At least they're not going to be shooting the wall next turn. They're going to be shooting this tank.
0: Possibly. Although they are still frantically reloading. But, uh, yeah... Uh, Anyway, there is this wonderful, awkward moment where you're sort of looking out of the lifted-forward viewport and you're looking straight into uh, pretty much the exact same position on the Medusa because the Medusa siege tank is pretty much a Medusa cannon built onto a Chimera chassis. And, um, yeah, there's this uh, guy sitting there This rebel just pretty much at the controls with this utterly drained of blood look on his face, like you know, holy crap! And he's eye virtually eye to eye with a a black clad space marine.
3: Am I like how far away is he? Is he in like swing my axe distance, or is he like? He's not
0: quite. He's sadly he's not swing your axe, or you know, I can't because you're still in the car. But yeah, you could pretty much. Sorry, what okay. the hell?
3: Well, that's something I could be doing next turn. Yep. <laughs> I'm assuming almost having the tank squash the other tank is one action.
0: Um pretty much, yes. The uh, speed to get up there and the um the jump jump move that that pretty much takes up your turn.
3: Bugger, that would have been cool. <laughs> so cool.
1: Just
2: push a grenade out the out the view slot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, just, like, really slowly inch it forward and just, like, pop it into his window and then wave.
0: <laughs> huh, all right, then. Oh. So, for argument's sake, let's say that the rebels at the back of him pretty much had their attention fully occupied by this hurtling tank. Um, they... Safe to assume.
2: Open... Hmm? Safe to assume.
0: Yeah. Uh, they open fire on it. They've got... Basic Lasguns, um, let's see. And they are shooting at short range, so, one. All right, they manage one hit. Okay, um, let's say you hear Avalon a scream from the back as a, la- a stray las bolt manages to catch one of your, uh, PDF uh, ride-along mates. Um... Not enough to not enough to bring them down. They're still on their feet.
3: All right, who shot that? <laughs> who shot that? Who was that? Gideon. Which...
0: I assume you're pretty much clearing that jam.
4: Yeah, that's a ballistic test. I think.
0: Um. Yep, yeah, that's a success. So, huh. I was listening at home, uh, Gideon needed a to all this. And he got well, yeah a 62 or less, and he got a 62. <laughs> so, yes, uh, once again, you managed to work the action, clear the, um, uh, the shell out of it, and, um, <coughs> yep, you are ready to go again.
4: Right, I think that's so, a full okay. full uh it, it round is,
0: unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what's probably going to be the last couple of rounds now, just because we are running out of time, uh, Matthias...
2: Yeah, I'm going to basically full-on attack everyone in the the control center, like just the the crew that I'm occupying.
0: Okay. No worries. Give me a weapon skill test. Are you going to uh, spend a fate point to make it a killing strike?
2: So, yeah, I will be doing the killing strike, and we are doing all out, right? We are indeed. Okay, Okay. why aren't you working? Sorry guys, my computer's giving me
1: a really hard time. Gideon's a dark angel, right? He is. For one mad minute I thought he was a black Templar. Nah, he's less witch-hunty. I mean, I'll hunt a witch, but...
0: Nicely done with four degrees of success. All right, give me a damage roll, please. Twenty-two. It's not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. All right. Uh, yep, you kill one of the crew. No problem. And uh, there is still one more who is uh, basically just watched his crewmate die. Unfortunately, uh, the fear uh, the fear effect can't be reapplied, but. Um, uh, okay, that is your turn. Uh, the rebels nearest the base are going to open fire once again. All right, that's one hit on brother uh, brother Gideon.
4: Okay. Oh, <laughs>
0: for ten points of damage, which is basically soaked by everything you've got. All right. All right, Gladius.
1: Hello. I'm going to throw a grenade.
0: Lovely. Okay. Right. Give me a ballistic skill test plus 30 because you are lobbing them lobbing it at a sizable horde.
1: Boom.
3: Nice.
1: <laughs> I rolled a 30.
3: That's a pretty big boom.
1: Yes,
0: that is a very nice boom. Okay.
1: Do you need me to roll damage?
0: It's against a horde, so I don't... Th- well, let's see. A grenade does what as its base? Um, 2d10 plus 2. Uh, yes. Uh, actually, 4. So that, no armor, no toughness. Actually, no, don't really need you, so that's going to make it, but let's just see for argument's sake what you got. Um, 11. Yep, that's enough to do damage. So, Horns open is normal. Blast weapons, okay. So, a frag grenade is blast... Why the heck did I not include four. on the Blast 4? Okay.
1: Yeah. And, of course, I get my armor benefit too.
0: No worries. So, that is basically five points of damage to that horde.
1: Yeah, man, that's not bad. We should use grenades more often.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Avalon. Yes. What are you doing now? Uh, I assume you're shooting that... um...
3: Twatting the tank.
0: Okay. All right, give me... I am
3: going to shoot shoot the dude in the tank.
0: All right, no worries. Give me a straight up... I assume you're making a single shot so that you can get out of your own tank and uh, potentially... And do something else next turn. Okay. All right, so give me a straight-up single shot, um, plus 10 because of short range. Okay, 37! That's a hit.
3: Yes!
0: Three degrees of success. Okay, give me a damage roll, please. Ooh, someone's been painting cars.
3: Damage of 18.
0: Okay. Um... Okay, pretty much, yes, your bolt shell tears into um, uh, the crew compartment uh, with a, let's see, uh, what was your, you rolled an 11, uh, which basically tears into his right arm. And uh, uh, you don't kill him, but you see him basically stagger backwards and uh, try and run for it. So, I assume for the rest of the action, you're pretty much getting out of the tank.
3: Yes, unless you see a need... I mean, if, if I then... Is this tank going to drive further forward and is it worth me trying to ram this Hydra?
0: You would probably have to back the Chimera up and yeah, okay. then try Don't and ram... Worry. Yeah. So, you probably it would probably be quicker to just get out and try and engage the crew directly.
3: Yep, okay, getting out. Running over
0: there, fantastic. Okay, so uh, the rebel horde near the guns does attempt to take a couple of pot shots. So here we go, a couple against Avalon.
2: So are the PDF crew able to fire as well?
0: Uh, they can. I will say they'll make. They will take a pot shot toward the end of the turn. Uh, all right. Okay. So that's two misses on Avalon and. 21, minus 10, 11. Um, they catch you a glancing blow, Matthias, but uh, yeah, it's not enough to penetrate your armor between uh, the cover that you get from uh, the ba- uh, the the basilisk, pardon me, the Medusa itself. Uh, all right. Gideon, you are back in operational once more.
4: Well, uh, I'll take another shot. Another volley of shots, I guess. All right. Yeah, that's 46, so it's 7 degrees of success.
0: All right, so that's uh, 6 from each hit. 6 hits, yep. And plus 1 because you are firing an explosive weapon. It takes them all the way down at 2.19. They're below 50% starting magnitude. So, and they break and run. Nice.
1: Woo! <laughs>
0: All right then, folks. Um, Top of the order, Matthias. So you've got one crew member left on this uh, Medusa that you need to take care of.
2: Yeah, I'm just going to all out eviscerate the guy. Okay. Give me your weapon skill roll, please. All right. And again, no bonuses or anything, right? straight up. If you're making
0: an all-out attack, that's yeah. You just use your all-out attack, which should can, should include a plus twenty.
2: Oh, it should have a plus twenty.
4: I think that's factored into the. Okay, kind of yeah. yeah. There we go. So, so forty-six.
0: Yep, that is four degrees of success. So unless the guy manages to dodge out of the way. Which would be an untrained dodge skill test. And from memory, dodge is based on agility. If he's untrained, it's going to be halved. Bloody hell. Um, He manages to just dodge out of the way.
2: What? All right. I'll give it to him. I'll chase him around a bit. (laughs) Okay.
0: Alright, so, uh, next in the order would be the second Lord of Rebels at the base, but they are now broken. So, uh, Gladius, you are currently uh, a little under 150 metres away from the action at the Siege Guns. Uh, You can still potentially shoot because uh, your bolt guns have a medium range of, where are we, that's right, 200 metres And I would say you would be at a negative 10, um, simply because of the. Uh, if you're trying to hit the crew, uh, pretty much the size and the bulk of the Comeyra and the Medusa Siege Gun is going to make things a little bit hard to hit them.
1: Yeah, sorry, I um, was doing stuff on spreadsheet. Yeah, uh, I will semi auto, just stand where I am and. <laughs>
0: Okay, give me some rolls.
1: Close
0: now. That's a hit. All right then. So that is a straight yeah, up hit. Like- uh, plus one. Do you need me to roll
1: damage for this one?
0: Um. Yeah. Give me a damage roll on this bad boy.
1: I'm okay with that.
0: All right then. Um. You now. Quick question for you. Were you going? for the siege gun that Avalon managed to land her tank in front of, or the one where Matthias is chasing uh, the last crew member around on the loading deck?
1: Uh, It will be the one that Avalon's targeting. Let's make make sure they're all not paying attention.
0: Fantastic. Um, All right, then. Uh, Through your enhanced optics, you see one of the crew members drop. Uh, Okay.
4: Cursed me! We skipped the uh, the PDF and the Chimera.
0: We did indeed. Uh, my apologies for that. So let me-
1: yeah, they're just kind of laser disc going around. You know, we're, we're doing the good stuff. They're just like pew pew. We're contributing pew pew.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's give them a couple of rolls. All right, they managed to score a hit on. The horde nearest the siege guns, unfortunately, they don't manage to do much. They basically drop it down effectively one point of magnitude. Um, Good contributions all around.
1: (laughs) Uh, Contributing.
0: Avalon, what are you up to?
1: Forty facing, I'm guessing.
0: (laughs) Party to Sim, come in Sim, can you hear us? You're Sorry, I've
3: off. What was going on? Your turn. Uh. Hit the guy with my axe?
0: Alright. Fantastic. Well, your sword, as the case may be, your big honking sword. Alright, give me a charge roll, please. God damn it. Uh, unfortunately, the, um. Size and unwieldiness of the Saccharis Claymore doesn't quite work in your favor against regular human opponents. You make it up onto the deck, um, the loading deck, and swing your sword, which uh, they duck and it bites into the metal of the gun itself, not enough to do any significant damage. Uh, Alright then, Gideon.
4: Okay, so we have. Uh... The two Medusas still have some crew left. Yes. And there is one horde near the crew guns?
0: That's correct, yes.
4: Well, I'll fire at the horde. Okay. So give me
0: a full auto roll. Uh, it's not short range, so you it's don't get the plus range. 10. Uh, but it is still a sizable horde, so you're still rolling plus 30 to hit it. 67, that's nice. Six degrees of success. So that is...
4: So that should be a full six hits, plus one for explosive. Which,
0: yep, that's seven. All right, and the... As I pretty much rolled for the PDF, which should have been in last turn, I'm going to make another couple of rolls for them now.
4: That's one good hit.
0: right, which is enough to get... one hit on them unfortunately it is not enough to trigger a break test this turn uh all right folks how are you feeling do you want to try to go for one more round
1: well mate sim literally just fell asleep
0: ah she did okay in that, that case, that's why she said she nodded off all right in that case i think it is about time that we wrap things up
1: can they even really fight back at this point? I think pretty, like,
0: probably, yeah, I pretty think... much you guys have got five rounds left to, to take the siege guns out. And I think it's pretty much a, a, you know, a foregone conclusion that it's going to happen by now. So
3: yeah, we're um, just mopping up. Yeah. I think so okay. pretty much. Huh, all right,
0: folks. Well, nice work, everybody. And congratulations on another victory. I think it is. Yeah. As we said, it's pretty much about time to wrap this up. Um, I'll tell you what, one quick thing before we go, we'll do another quick round the table. Um, Avalon, uh, aside from, uh, Sim aside from nodding off there toward the end, how did you find the session, and uh, if people are looking for you online, where can they find you?
3: I, I, I enjoyed this session. I think the new um, character sheet layout that you've got, where we just copy paste our dice rolls and not have to think about it, is definitely a lot easier to handle. We're not having to jump through books i mean you still are but i'm not having to and that's that's a lot of fun um Mm. and as for the where can people find me i'm not online at the moment so much because my day job is eating a lot of my time but um twitter as always is the best place to get me um and i'm on there as at painty sim p-a-i-n-t-y-s-i-m
0: fantastic how about you ketch
4: uh, yeah, I thought it was a good session. Uh, uh, yeah, sort of trying to re-familiar my, re-familiarize myself with the rules, having taken a break for six or eight months or however long it's been. Um, but no, I feel like I'm getting back in the swing of it. Uh, I guess if people are looking for me online, they can look for me on Twitter at Five Star Dad. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-D-A-D. A title
2: well-earned, no doubt.
4: <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
2: no children. Yeah, I, I was, <laughs> I was,
4: when, when I was a teenager, I found a T-shirt in a second-hand shop that said Five Star Dad, and I thought it was funny and ironic, and somehow the name stuck.
0: <laughs>
4: oh, all right,
0: then, heading back to the UK Reb. How did you do with this session?
1: Yeah. So, it went pretty well. Uh, I was quite chuffed that I got to drop some high-quality trauma victim on people. I have my little rant about Tyrannids being a, a cancer, which was fun. Um, no, I didn't plan that one. That was just spur-of-the-cuff thing. Mm. Um, yeah, if people want to find me, um, I suggest you come to London, fight me IRL. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If you can't do that, I do have a blog, which is very rarely updated, uh, at Fort Wynn, um, which is W-Y-N-N. I I do have a Twitter, but I don't freaking use it. Um, I have a Tumblr, I don't freaking use it. Uh, I work at Stepney City Farm, come hit me up and say hello.
0: And last, but by no means least, Scott, mate, how did you go?
2: I got to intimidate a creepy cultist teenager. I got to fly across a field and commandeer a Medusa. I got to do all kinds of cool shit that I really can't do in real life. So I had a good time. And um, it was really cool. I enjoyed it. It was probably the most fun I've ever had doing this kind of thing. So a lot of fun. And as for where to find me, you can find, keep with the Twitter theme. You can find me at podcast underscore bay on twitter
0: and on that note folks thank you very much once again for listening we're glad to be back between your ears once more Uh, if you are looking for more only in death you can find us on Twitter, at OnlyInDeathPod. We also have a website, which is Uh, OnlyInDeath.com. By now, by the time you hear this, the Patreon page will be up and running, so please go check it out. We would very much appreciate your support. It will help us make this podcast bigger and better. Uh, It'll allow me to do things like get more Death Watch books to uh, make the lives of my players here uh, more interesting and entertaining, and also upgrade. The kit that we use to record these, maybe even do some funky stuff like video live streaming rather than just doing a podcast. And also check out some of the cool rewards. If you back us enough, you might even be able to listen in live as we record and even come hang out in a private chat session with my players and myself afterwards. Uh, If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at GMRadioRob. And in the meantime, folks, once again, thank you very much for listening and may the Emperor's Grace be upon you. Our theme music is created by Michael Taylor of the band Shades of Sorrow. For more fantastic metal, go to shadesofsorrow.ca And if you'd like Michael to create custom music for you, email him at shadesofsorrow1 at yahoo.com